<laughs> we can talk about it a little bit. We can talk about it a little bit because we were discussing it last week. Uh, our good friend Kiran, Kiran Baladevan, uh, angry Indian, the the world's the world's angriest man, mm. I guess. Um, he went to Australia to do uh, to study film for a year. Yeah, and part of his education was how guns were handled on set. And he said that the way how guns are handled on set is that you have a very strong armorer, right? Very, very authoritative. Nobody argues with this dude or this woman. And uh, the the every gun there is is fake. There is no, even if it can be loaded with a round, the barrel is like, you know, there's no there's no hole in the in the barrel stock, right? Mm. That's that's a prop gun. Sometimes the prop guns are made out of rubber. <clears throat> and if there is going to be a live gun, it is there out in the open, and yeah. nobody, not even the executive producer, is allowed to touch it. Nobody yeah. touches it. And then you give it to the thing, you give it to the actor, and everybody is cleared off, and they do the shot, and they shoot it, and then that gun is taken away immediately and unloaded. And blanks are usually used and they are recycled from live rounds. So what happens is uh, you take a live round that has been already expanded. The casing yeah. is then refilled at like half capacity or whatever. And there is no projectile. It's usually chalk or something. So it disintegrates when you fire. Yeah. And that's how they make it as safe as possible. And all of these protections have been put in place because of Brandon Lee, who yeah. died because he he was shot, shot point blank with a blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people don't realize that a blanket point blank range will kill you. Yeah. Just the, the force shockwave of the air of it is gonna be enough to tear it apart. That's right. That's right. The shockwave can definitely kill you. So how this happened, nobody knows. The armorer on the set of Rust, uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed said that she doesn't know how a live round made it on the set. There shouldn't have been any live rounds because they did pull out a lead projectile out of the directive, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, it went through the cinema photographer into the director's mm -hmm. shoulder. Yeah, Helena Hutchins, got a through and through for yeah. some so this was a live round like a legit live round a legit live round <laughs> mm -hmm. from a approximately close range yeah Went through her to the guy in the back to the director in the back mm. and and the assistant that was it the assistant director who took the gun up and said cold gun and gave it to alec Bolin, which means like he had checked it that it doesn't mm. have any rounds in it. So yeah. The gun was declared safe before even yeah. Before even any shooting going on with it. Then bam. And Alec Baldwin was like, fuck, all my career is gone. You you want to know what I think? And this is just me wearing a tinfoil hat. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this was a murder. Um mm somebody wanted someone to die so they probably snuck in a live round 
It was a it's single so one. It was a single round. Two. Yes. Part of me is like, okay. Even if uh, for, for for first, I thought like maybe somebody wanted to pull a prank. On somebody this else? would not be a prank. This I don't know. I don't know. It's like suddenly you have a live round going up. I uh, the the next thing is like, well, there were there were disagreements on the set. Right. That day, a few of the camera crew actually resigned and left because they were not getting their paychecks. Seriously. Yeah, on the very day. On the very day that they were shooting that scene, that's why they say like it was only her and the director and one camera on the scene. Well, shit. So they protested some things regarding like, I don't know, safeties. I think COVID safeties, I'm not sure. And uh, the director also um, basically, well, I don't know if the director said anything, but like they walked off the set. That's what happened on that very day. They walked off, so they only had to use one camera. They only could use one camera, and the director was there. Mm-hmm. So part of me is also going like, did one of these fuckers put a live round there just to show them? Mm-hmm. And which, like right now, you just say somebody was wanted to get somebody killed. Yeah, it's not really far off. Imagine like mm-hmm. two years of COVID, and then now you're on a set that you're not even getting your paycheck on time. And the gun yeah. was used recreationally before. Right. The gun was said that that particular gun, people have used it recreationally before that. So recreational shooting. So mm. there's a multiple things going on or somebody is just playing sociopath or people who haven't done their job because, okay, a live round made it on the set, went through hand in hand. Placing the gun, the guy who's supposed to check it, checked it, said cold gun, or didn't check it. Either way, declared the gun safe, handed it to the Alec Baldwin for the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, next thing you know, she's fucking shot through the chest. Two people are wounded and one of them is dead. And what's really interesting is that um, you can kind of tell, like, at if you look real close at a live round, you can kind of tell that it's a yeah. live round. You know what I mean? Like, the blanks are obvious you, blanks because the, yeah. the, the, what I read was that the, the tip of it is usually, usually even a piece of paper to, to That's contain, right. just to contain the powder in. That's right. So, or, in, or in modern guns, it's gun cotton, but I guess if they're doing a Western, it would be black powder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can just sort of tell, like if you open up, if you open up the gun and look at the rounds, which you would be doing if you were the armorer, you can tell, oh shit, this has a lead tip. This should not be on the set. Yeah. And then the next thing That's- you know, somebody got shot. And I, it won't really surprise me. People in the show business do a lot of weird shit. Somebody wanted to kill... Um, you know who's the actor in Dumb and Dumber? The the, the blonde the blonde hair guy. Uh, I forget already. Dumb and Dumber cast. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Uh, yeah. He was doing an SNL uh, sketch. 
It was actually an SNL host that day, and they were gonna mm-hmm. supposed to make a mold of his head, a cast of his head. So the mold is usually they put two straws in your nose, they put some, they cover your head in this weird goo of concoction of plastic stuff, so they can get mm-hmm. a full cast of your face. Yeah. Uh, somebody got fired that day, okay. And that particular oh. person uh, tampered with the tampered with the whole uh, mixture, oh. apparently. Oh, so this guy leaned back; his face got covered up, and the thing wasn't peeling off. Oh, mind you, his mouth is cannot he cannot open his mouth, and he's only breathing mm-hmm. through straws. Mm-hmm. So had he had thrown up, which he was apparently struggling to keep his vomit down, because if he had, had, he mm-hmm. had thrown up, he would have drowned in yes. his vomit. Yes. So they had to actually bring a plastic surgeon to slowly oh. carve off the eyebrows and inject them with lidocaine and slowly peel it off. Holy of shit. Face, basically. So somebody went to the degree of like, oh, I'm getting fired. Fuck you. I'm going to do something that can potentially kill another person. And somebody might have thought, I'll maybe put a live round there and see what happens. Or like, I'm probably going to go off like he's going to shoot to the wall or something. But right, it's very much possible somebody did that on purpose. Um, or... Or really, the armorer, somebody didn't do their job properly, and a live round made it there. And apparently, it was only a single live round, so which makes it suspicious. Like, was yeah. it an accident or was it on purpose? Because if you say a gun full of live rounds, I'd be like, all right, that's that. That's definitely that could happen. Something got mixed up. You got a actual yeah. gun out. But no, a yeah. gun with one live round is something that you're like... Mm, that's weird, right? It stands yeah. out quite a bit. Yeah, it's like a gla- the grassy knoll of the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. <laughs> just, fuck. I, this is very tangentially related, but I remember when I was much younger, um, the first generation of Hitmen uh-huh. came out, the games, right? Oh, and then Blood Money came out. I fucking love that game, yeah. First oh, I remember... I remember we we had it on the PS1 and yeah. I would play with it uh on in my living room and I would invite like my 10-year-old nephew to play Hitman. Oh yeah, especially is, part one was when you shoot people oh, they leave marks. <laughs> yeah. No, because the, the the first the first episode in Blood Money is the is the opera, right? Oh, oh you, you got to assess Oh, Blood Money. Yeah, yeah, that was on PS2. Yeah. That's PS2, sorry, PS2. Yeah, P- number one, and, I because I thought you were talking about number one. Yeah, but number no, number four, yeah, yeah. Blood Money, best. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was one of the best ones of the original series. And we were we were like all huddled around my 10-year-old nephew. And one of my friends was pointing at the TV going, shoot that, shoot that. Because he only had a handgun. And he had to make a headshot from across the opera to shoot the VIP. Yeah, And then shoot that, shoot that, shoot that. And then we all cheered. Ah, you got it. You got it. Just hugging my baby. Oh, who's my little killer? Who's my little killer? Uh, I miss him so much. He's in the UK now. He's studying film, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, so this is weirdly related. But in that in that game, 
one of the ways you can assassinate the opera singer that is one of the targets is by swapping the prop gun with a real one. Yeah, that was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my first thought when I heard about Alec Baldwin's situation was, is is this a blood money situation? Is this somebody swapping out a blank for a live round because somebody was trying to assassinate someone? That was my first thought. Yeah. You know, because I'm fucked up in the head. You can't imagine the way Trump was sleeping that night with a smile (laughs) on his face. His his son started selling t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote he sold t-shirts saying guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. Oh my god. This tasteless cool piece of shit you have to be. What a piece of shit you have to be. That's the kind of guy who would like in a zombie apocalypse, he would like close the door on his friends. Just yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he'd be that piece of shit. Yeah, he's yeah he'd be guy. that piece of shit. Yeah. He's that guy who only gets eaten much later on in the movie, but when it does, you don't even feel sorry for him. You're like, no, yeah, you're take actually it, take one it, yeah. chanting for the yeah. zombies to eat. <laughs> I was like, come on, get yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Oh the, when he finally gets eaten, the whole cinema is going to be like, yeah, eat that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Throw yeah. his bait. Yeah. Worthless yeah. Gordon Gecko wannabe. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him in his corporate suspender suit. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, so, another thing that's tangentially related to this sort of thing, right? Mm. Um, friend of ours, I won't name names, uh, got to like the semi-finals of like a comedy contest uh-huh. and there's a lot of money at stake mm-hmm. and it's over several days, several weeks and the competition is very, very tight mm-hmm. but also it would seem that he and his group of friends are the only ones who are actually writing jokes. Everybody else is just sort of screwing around. Mm-hmm. And they've never encountered anybody who's actually written their jokes, right? Done proper work. And they're actually and starting to win. Him and his friends are starting to win now. And everybody else is starting to feel threatened because he's changing the game, mm-hmm. right? He's shifting the paradigm nice. by doing com- comedy that is actually not dumb. Mm. So when he gets to the semifinals, another senior comedian tells him, look, close to the semifinals, okay? If anybody offers you a drink or some food, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Shit. It's that bad. The jealousy in showbiz is that bad. It is, I I would imagine, but now you would say it like it only cements it further. Uh... Yeah. I I understand it in a way because I'm like mm. okay like because here's the thing here's what showbiz is that's why like a lot of people in LA go completely fucking bonkers. Mm. It's one. It's a chance to earn a shit ton of money mm-hmm. for shit ton of money, considerable amount of recognition. And yeah. open avenues for other amount of money and recognition. Mm-hmm. And which is something that everybody would love in their life. It's like, I would like to earn a lot of money, 
and a lot of like have a lot of recognition for it i don't know what i need to do for it and somewhat people think it's easy yeah to be honest with you acting might be easy because it's like not really like the guy like basic actors would say just learn your lines understand your lines and don't do anything stupid about it but yes yeah. aside from that uh aside from that people think like oh my god if i land a role and get that money i'll be set for life people attach it to the way that their life is going to be yeah their life is going to depend on it. like oh my god if i get this same thing with cryptocurrencies like people like people who are like pissed at people who would go and get something that somewhat relatively seems for nothing people who like some yeah. guy who would buy bought like 50 bitcoins because some dumb kid in a class who bought 50 bitcoins just because like he's like yeah I'll fucking do it and now he's a trillionaire yeah and people feel resentment towards him because show business and all that feel, feels relatively an easy place to be because it really doesn't requires you to have any you know it doesn't require you to be a surgeon yeah. or a engineer or an architect can you speak well can you talk well do you look semi-decent yeah. you might be able to find a way in yes so there is a lot of resentment for that yeah so yeah i won't be like right now you say people like poisoned or drugged the food possibly have done that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as much as it pains me to think it's true because it just taints the whole environment in my head and i don't like it yeah but it is i know it is it's for a fact it is so yeah would somebody slip a live round into set to fuck with the cameras and everything mm -hmm. somebody slip a live round hoping that the bullet isn't like ah, oh, it's just gonna probably shoot towards the glass like the bulletproof glass in front yeah. of the screen or shoot towards a camera fuck up a camera didn't really thought yeah. through what happened and he's probably even like pissing himself crying like what the fuck did that yeah do? yeah yeah he's probably like oh no my little act of sabotage is has killed a person and now i'm if they Possibly find out what happened yeah. yeah but the problem is is that even if that was true how would you even find out yeah because there are there is no um outstanding evidence yeah the it's a movie set there's hands and fingerprints and people walking around everywhere that gun has changed it changed hands 70 times but before it reaches alec Baldwin's hands i i wouldn't even know where to start with this investigation honestly you could go around and maybe get get a list of usual suspects Maybe somebody who who has beef with the production company, or a member of the crew who walked out because he won't get paid. It's gonna be a whole mess. Yeah. Well, and this is even assuming it wasn't the armorer who screwed up, because it yeah. could also just have been that. Yeah, it could be something as simple as the armorer screwing up, and now she's he or she trying to cover the track. Mm. Very simple, or. Here's something that people might not want to consider. Alec Baldwin is having a meltdown and he put up a live round in there to show that bitch what's up. <laughs> oh my. <God. laughs>
<laughs> what if Alec Baldwin has lost it finally? He saw the camera and thought about it's a paparazzi. He was like, fuck it, I'm gone. So I started yeah. blasting. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I started blasting. Oh my God. That is the yeah. most cursed take I have ever heard. Um, I mean, <laughs> it would be interesting. Hey, uh, he's a villain now. Yeah. <laughs> It would be interesting to think that, oh, he really is like the character he played in 30 Rock. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> he is a he is a highly influential Hollywood actor. If he wanted to go after somebody, he'd just use a bunch of lawyers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or punch him I mean, in the face is, like a paparazzi. There you go. <laughs> just punch him in the face or, th- or do a Russell Crowe and throw a telephone at you. You know, something more Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> no, Alec Baldwin has had enough. Enough is enough. I'm <laughs> gonna put the line, bro. <laughs> oh, such a horrible thing to laugh at. That, yeah. It's... I've had it, Liz Lemon. I've had it. I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm I gonna can't... shoot everybody right now. Yeah, that bitch had it coming. Keeps pointing that camera at me. Who do you think she is? I just keep thinking of him as. You know the way she just he whispers keep, all the time. <laughs> I just keep thinking of him as Jack Donahue in Thirty Rock. Just like I've had, I've had it, Liz Lemon. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, sh- I'm just gonna shoot everybody. I, I, my mother is calling on the phone. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, because some people have said like they heard him screaming the N word when before he shot. The- <laughs> Yeah, witnesses on the set said that they heard heard Alec Baldwin screaming the N word before he made the yeah. during the rehearsal. And by the way, the cameras weren't even running. So, no, yeah. Just, and then Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen was uh, made a statement saying, "Hey, that's my line. Hey, that's my line." <laughs> 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 Hollywood is a mess. Fuck them. I don't know. Oh that's, my God. Uh, I don't know. It'll be funny to see what the fuck comes out of it. Uh, it would be very even funnier if it goes down the way of, I explain it. <laughs> just yeah, Alec Baldwin had a breakdown. Just... Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, mean that would be. I mean, you mentioned the cameraman getting uh, leaving because he wasn't getting paid, and the person who died was the cinematographer. I'm like, hmm, um, hmm. What could possibly have gone down? Hmm. I'm not saying anything, but it's like, like hmm. Yeah, two plus two, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, oh if, you know what I say? They say if it feels more than two finger, it's probably a dick. <laughs> <laughs> or just a really big hand. I don't know, like a Wrecked <laughs> Ralph fist. I don't know. Um Oh, can you imagine how how devastating this is you've been you've been quarantined under corona under because of the pandemic for two years can't do jack shit everything that you have planned is going down the drain and you're losing money because you can't film uh all of hollywood is living off its savings essentially unless they got stuff like animations or exclusively in studio work and then you finally get to film on set 
Yeah. And you think to yourself, oh, we're going to do a Western like in the old days. You know, we're going to do this this live round shooting or or rather this 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 gunshot scene with actual guns with the with the yeah. with the blank rounds. And then somebody gets shot and you and it's like hang on, this is Hollywood, not Compton. Like what is going on? And it all goes down to crap all over again and they don't even know if they can even finish this film. No, it's it not going to be finished. Shit. Alec Baldwin yeah. is I think I think he's done. I don't think you're going to see him anytime soon. I mean, he did have an oh. interview today with the TMZ yeah. paparazzis with yeah. giant eye bags and he and his wife were standing yeah. there. Uh, they were both recording the interview, the TMZ yeah. guys. So they were holding their phone recording them in case any yeah. shit goes down, which was like just shows how fucking scared they were. Yeah. And he said, like, I can't make any comments about the ongoing investigation. The person's, uh, the lady's husband also came and said, I don't blame Baldwin. I blame the prop manager for this. Right. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. You know, it's just funny. You know, these rich people, the uh, rich people doing their <laughs> earning billions of money and everything. It's like now we're just finding entertainment in their misery. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Schadenfreude, isn't it? Like, yeah. You see these people live large and it's entertaining to watch them fall. But for me, you know, the person who who eventually died and got shot was not some big time celebrity. No, she was an up and coming. It was an up and coming cinematographer that eventually died. And that's really sad. Cuz I've been on I've experienced this sort of thing. Like I tried to get a series through and we couldn't even shoot the pilot because of the quarantine, because of MCO. Yeah. You know, and then we pitched it to the, we pitched it to one streaming service and they're like, no. And the other streaming service is like, we, we like the concept, but we still need to see the pilot. And then the production company bails because under both the pandemic and political situation in the country, we can't make a living. We're, we have obligations in Europe and America. We're moving out to there. Shit. You know, I, it's not a death, but it can, but for all of the little people who work in these things that you only see the big people as a part of, that's kind of sad. Yeah. A lot of people there are, I mean, you see Alec Baldwin, but the whole thing is like, well, at least a production, like, I don't know how many people, 500, some, a th- if it's a blockbuster, it's more than a thousand people working on. Yeah. Uh, so this one's like a small budget, let's say 200, 500 people, like in Albuquerque yeah. and stuff like that, trying to like, oh, all right, I'll go there to the movie set. I'll gain, I get a few, couple of bucks. Yeah. I'll get some money and get some income. And then now yeah. the production is shut. And I can't get the income now. I have to go find something else. Yeah. Crew, staff, and all of the other businesses around the set that benefited from it. And not just like uh, production, not just like uh, prop makers and... and Transportation, setup, studio managers, uh, set managers, uh, set builders, the... All of that, they're just the, the builders, yeah. the workers, the yeah. little like they're just a war, just a general war. Yeah, people going around. Shit. 
putting things like together. little like little mom and pop shops that would have done the catering the catering making, yeah yeah like good money off of that trust the fat dude to think about the food but i yeah. <laughs> but I think about I think about these people, man. They keep me fed. Oh, you know, food. I really think hard about caterers because yeah. it's like if there's no set, they can't make a living, and I mm. can't get an eating. Um, yeah, it's sad. yeah. Those are the people who are really getting damaged now. Alec Baldwin, yeah. uh, like we had the discussion. I was like, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll lick his wounds. Yeah, he has more money than I can. Like he can't care for. So. Yeah. He's already set. He's too busy. He has like six kids with his wife now. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, probably gonna make another one. I mean, look, fucking if... Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> the only reason I'm saying that is because I've met a few Irish and Irish most most in particular Irish Americans yeah. that. For some reason, they don't pull out. <laughs> yeah, and no, it's it's a Catholic thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a Catholic thing. Like I honestly, like I came to the realization a while after. I was like, oh, this is just the Christian mentality that like I'm gonna have make as many babies as possible. As many babies, uh, like until like um, the womb came out by itself. <laughs> just, I have, <laughs> I've got a friend. I've got a friend who is a staunch Catholic, more or less. From Sabah, wouldn't you know it, right? Oh, we're, right. we're back to Sabah, right? Yeah. Um, and she has 10 siblings. 10 siblings. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. yeah, just 11, <laughs> nine, nine sisters. Great. And it's like, oh, God, that is way, entirely is, too many this siblings. Is more towards modern time. If you say, like, it was, like, an old guy, like... I think like my dad was in a line of like 13, 14 kids. So yeah. just like even the, yeah. the joke was that they could even tell when the when her mother was pregnant or not. Just, yes. Oh my god. Just, that is a lot. That that's is a, a lot. lot. Yeah. So and she's the second youngest, and it means that long before her, they were they were doing it for a long, long time. Like yeah and she's and she's only 30 yeah so i'm trying to figure out when did they start banging yeah you that just, is <laughs> you just started with her and just work backwards see which I year just, follow the breadcrumbs my friends are actually sponsoring an afghani uh afghani family here yeah for refugees and the, yeah. the, the for some reason apparently misery doesn't stop people from production and no, no. It's actually really bothered. It's one of those things that really bothered me. I'm like, wait, so the bombs were dropping off on your head, or like your neighbor decided to wear a suicide vest, but that still didn't really stop you from fucking from, from banging. Yeah. No, uh, it doesn't because we just talked about Alec Baldwin. We I just talked about 30 Rock, and now we're talking about and now this reminds me of um what's his name? Uh, the 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 black comedian in Thirty Rock, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan, that's right. Yeah, he has many kids as well with different waiters. <laughs> <laughs> but he talks about it in his special, right? He talks about how in the hood there's nothing to do, life is hard, so you use sex as a sedative. 
<laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, mommy, you got nothing. I got nothing. Let's make a baby. You know, that's yeah. how you do it. So, yeah, you use sex as a sedative. Fucking dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Up. I mean, you could have used a, a condom. Right? Or pull out. Right. Or, yeah, at the very least, you know. Yeah. Can't be like, having more cream pies in a bakery. Come on. Yeah, cream pies in a fucking under a pile of rubble. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That <laughs> it's just it's like the yeah. guy, like the Afghan family, they have seven kids. Here's the give you the age range. Uh first kid seven years old, uh, second kid six years old, third kid five years old. So you can see a pattern right now. Yeah, yeah. This and by the way, their birthdays yeah. are all in within uh and beginning of I forgot which month it was. Sorry, I think it was April. Yeah, March, yeah, beginning of first three days of April and the uh, uh, last last four days of March. Okay, so okay. their birthdays are back to back. Like somehow this guy managed to impregnate so decisively yeah and on point that their birthdays are not really far apart it's all within the within yeah yeah the end of so March and february beginning of february you know like great. so it's precision cream pieing is what we're saying <laughs> not uh, only precision <laughs> yeah that dude knew how to fucking cream pie that donut but it's just the fact Lord. that like but also the super semen of this person <laughs> just fucking shooting and even like I, i'm pretty sure she wasn't even ovulating at that point i think it just i mean and that's where just, like fucking penetrated the womb my god <laughs> this poor woman oh oh she's all right she doesn't that. care i mean sure i mean sure but you know it's like would have been nice to have like a breather you know maybe like yeah. a year sabbatical or something <laughs> the seventh kid came out by herself just fucking <laughs> <laughs> you Just know that the, you know your water yeah. broke when you see a kid hanging between your legs. It's just just by the umbilical cord. It's just yeah. Fuck. It's you just you're just standing up and the kid just bungees out basically. Yeah. Poor girl, poor woman. I'm like, Jesus, imagine all the shit you're going through and now you have like fucking you grow another yeah. grow another five tits. It's just yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like there's 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 too little gap, like all of them are still babies basically, yeah. Either babies or toddlers. If only the if the oldest one is only seven, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility. Uh, <sighs> the only the only compensation is that, at the very least, they'll all be grown at the same time. Yeah. Right. So once you're done, assuming she doesn't make more. Yeah, it's, assume, uh, I I, th- I don't think she ca- she can you know like right I can't I don't think you can go through seven years of constant pe- pregnancy and yeah. have a have your womb intact. But of course, she's yeah. Afghani, you know those the, their genes are very very resilient. They're ro- they're robust people. They're robust yeah. people. Like they they have natural selection and 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 the natural and Sharia selection. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's like a real life Fremen from Dune. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Watch the Dune. It was fucking disappointing. 